Welcome to the Get Over Divorce Podcast, where you will learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman you were meant to be. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Um, We've had a short break and I'm back. I went to Alaska to visit friends and family and celebrate my 50th birthday. So that's a big deal. And I needed some time off. But we're back. And today we are talking about the divorce dater, how to know when you're ready. I love this topic and I can talk about it all day. I think ladies ask me all the time, how do I know I'm ready to date? And I also hear a lot of ladies saying, I'm not ready to date. And when I ask them, how will you know when you're ready? They don't really have a good answer. They think that they'll have this feeling of readiness just overcome them. And I'm here to tell you that unless you create that feeling of being ready, it's not going to just happen and land on you magically. I look back at my dating after divorce fondly. I really created a great dating experiences for myself, and I can honestly say I have zero regrets. Each person taught me something new and They all contributed to my growth, and I'm super grateful for that. It was those experiences that helped me become marriage-ready when I found my now hubby, right? I learned so much about myself in that process of dating. I also learned how to hold good boundaries. I practiced new relationship skills, And I got to be a new and improved version of myself and put that into practice with each new relationship that I came across. I feel like dating is like a laboratory or a classroom for your learning how to be better at relationships. Also, it's for you to learn how to put your own wants, needs, and desires first so that you're making sure your needs are getting met. Now, that doesn't mean your date has to meet all of your needs. You're responsible for meeting your needs. But your date, if it's somebody that you're going to have a relationship with, they need to be aligned with those. They need to be supportive of your wants, needs, and desires. Now, when I have a client that I'm working with who's gone through divorce and knows that they want love again, I will totally encourage her to date because Dating can be just dipping your toe in the dating pool and just gaining new valuable experiences. The times I will not recommend someone dating is if they are not completely divorced and are in a contentious divorce, so for obvious reasons there, or if they don't live in a no-fault state. This means their ex could get pictures of them going on dates and the court will make it mean that the divorce was in fact their fault inside with their soon-to-be ex. So you want to be careful in those situations. Also, I don't recommend it if somebody is still in the beginning phases of grief and healing to start dating. That grief needs to be felt 
And I see too many people forcing themselves to get out there and date because they either have a need to fill the hole that their ex left behind or they're doing it for appearances. Either way, those are bad reasons to date and it will most likely prolong the grief stage that they're in. I talk about alone time and the need for that when you're healing. In the beginning, it can be difficult and lonely to experience alone time, but it is a necessary part of healing. There will come a time where you stop feeling lonely and you start to feel solitude. And that solitude is comfort in your own presence while you're alone. This is a super important benchmark that you need to reach. When people don't have comfort in being alone in their own presence, they fill that quiet time with noise. Rather than being alone and in their own thoughts, they will have the music on loud or a podcast playing or the television running at all all times of the night. They will fill in as much of their calendar as they can with getting together with friends, doing events, or overworking just to keep themselves busy. You're also not ready to date if you are spending a lot of time overworking because it's where you feel most useful and needed. So focus on getting to that place where being alone and quiet with yourself feels good and not like something to avoid or something you dread. I also don't recommend dating if you don't trust yourself to make good decisions about men or if you don't feel good about saying no to any of them at any time. You are responsible to be the keeper of your own morals and values. So always hold those in high regard. It will help you attract the kind of men that you do want to date. So I've talked a little bit about when not to date, but let's dive into the signs that indicate you might actually be ready to start dating again. I've outlined five benchmarks that you can check off to self-assess your date readiness. The first and most important sign is that you are emotionally ready. That means you've taken the time to heal after your breakup or divorce, and you've allowed yourself to feel your emotions and truly process your grief, and that you've worked through any lingering issues from your past relationship so that you don't repeat patterns of the past. Maybe you sought out therapy or life coaching to help you with this process. And you also may have found other ways to help cope and heal, such as exercise, meditation, spiritual practices, or creative outlets. But overall, you're feeling emotionally ready to let someone in. And that means you're not pushing people away with your guardedness and overprotective attitude that stems from fear, the fear of getting hurt. It's vital that you are emotionally ready to feel vulnerable with somebody. So whatever paths you took to get there, the key is that you've made progress and you feel emotionally stable and willing to open up to someone new. Number two, the next sign that you're ready to date again is that 
you have a positive outlook on relationships and you're open to the possibility of finding new love. You're not just dwelling on the past and holding on to old resentments towards your ex, but instead you're focused on the future and excited about the potential for new connections and experiences. And in addition, you have a good sense of your own wants, needs, and desires for your life, and they take priority over a new relationship. This means he's either supportive of them Or you then have more information about whether or not he's a good match for you, and you can choose to opt out. Being ready to date might mean you have to break it off with somebody if you find out they're not a good fit for you. Number three, you've taken the time to reflect on what worked and didn't work in your past relationship, and you have a clear understanding of what you're looking for in a partner. Now, this doesn't mean you have a super rigid checklist of, you know, 10 pages of your must-haves or that you have very complicated expectations, but rather you have a sense of your own values and what's important to you. I do recommend creating a roadmap of qualities that you desire in a relationship And also some character traits that you might find as being a red flag to you. This list will give you something to measure your dates by so that you're using your logical brain to guide you and not relying on the chemicals that are in your body that might steer you in the wrong direction. Wink, wink, if you know what I mean. (laughs) All right, number four. You're in a good place in your life overall. And that means you're self-sufficient. You can support yourself. You surround yourself with supportive friends and family. And you're active with hobbies and interests that might light you up and feed your soul. You're not looking for a partner to complete you. Thank you, Jerry Maguire. (laughs) Or to fill that void. Or to rescue you but you are interested in finding someone to share your life with and enhance your already fulfilling life. This is super important. If you're a new divorcee, I recommend you get out there and you make your life fulfilling first. Okay, number five. You're willing to be honest and truthful in your communications. When you're upfront and honest to potential partners about your boundaries, about your wants, needs, and desires, then you're able to articulate what it is that you need from a relationship. This is going to be a big turnoff to some people, but most importantly, it's going to be a big turn on to the right person. If you can check off all these boxes that I've listed, then you're probably ready to start dating again. Make sure you are doing it to have fun because I always say if it's not fun, then you might be doing something wrong. You might need to regroup and figure out what's not working. I hear women say all the time, online dating sucks. Yet I know so many women who found their amazing love, their amazing partners from an online dating app. 
So if your experience of online dating is not working for you, it's up to you to figure out what's broken because it's not the app. It might be your willingness to do what is uncomfortable. And I always say nothing amazing is going to happen inside your comfort zone. We have to be willing to put ourselves out there, but most of all, have fun doing it. Now, of course, everyone's journey is different. Everyone's experiences are different. You may need to reassess these signs periodically as you move forward in your dating life. But if you approach dating with a positive mindset and a clear sense of your own wants, needs, desires, and your values, you're more likely to find fulfilling and lasting relationships. Okay? So thanks for listening. I hope this episode has provided some insights and advice for you if you're wondering if you are ready to date again and dip your toe in the dating pool. So thanks for being here. Bye. If you like this podcast, then you will love my Get Over Divorce book. It is packed with the tools that I use to help my clients fast forward their divorce healing and reclaim a more fulfilled, independent new life. It's only $4.99 and it's an instant download. Plus, you get the audio version for free and two other amazing bonuses, all designed to help you redefine your post-divorce journey on your terms. Grab it now at getoverdivorce.com.